You've tuned into the Dr. Lowe Show with naturopathic doctor, Dr. Lauren Noel, where you hear the best in natural medicine, nutrition, and mindset from the world's top doctors, authors, influencers, and Dr. Lowe herself. Trying just to pop a pill for a symptom? You've got the wrong exit. Seeking doable ways to live a happier, healthier life and have fun doing it? Welcome to the Dr. Lowe Show. What is up, y'all? Welcome back to the show, Dr. Lowe Show. I'm your host, Dr. Lauren Noel. So good to have you. The countdown is happening. I am at 36 weeks today pregnant. I am uh, pregnant with my first child. And uh, it's been it's been quite the journey. Four weeks to go, and I'm gonna do an episode with some of the healthy habits that I've been doing throughout my pregnancy. I've had some requests to do that, so stay tuned for that. Um, but I get some you know questions of how things are going, and things are going really well. I'm excited. Um, Kevin and I have been looking into what we want to do in terms of the birth. We've been leaning towards a hospital birth for the whole pregnancy, mostly just for myself. It was comfort wise. I was kind of leaning towards that. And after we did our hypnobirthing class and I were thinking about a home birth. And so that's been a fun process. And, you know, just really coming up to my relationship with fear and pain. And, you know, if you think about it, we're the only, we're the only, um, being that actually gets afraid of childbirth. You know, we're the only animal on the planet that gets scared about our own childbirth. I mean, other animals, they just, they just kind of handle it. (laughs) So, but it's our crazy monkey mind that makes things a little bit more scary. So, um, so that has been a really cool experience of just looking at where does this fear come from? What's my relationship to pain? And I'm designed to do this. So, um, so it's been really cool. And I think it's, I think we're pregnant for technically 10 months for, or for a good reason. So we have time to process and to just grow personally. So that's what I've been doing. And, um, but overall I've been feeling really good. So lots of uh, things that I've been doing to help stay healthy. I'll share that in a future episode, but, um, one thing I have been doing on a regular and to shift gears and give some love to our show sponsor is Organifi. I, I consume Organifi products every single day. I actually just finished drinking one right now. That's the Organifi Complete Protein. So if you haven't tried it, I highly recommend it. If you're a busy person, this is a must-have if you are always on the go and feel like you don't have time to eat. So I have some patients who say, I just don't have time to have breakfast. And I say, BS, because you can do a scoop of this and some water, shake it up and drink it. That takes probably four seconds to do. So, and the reason why I really love this protein is because it is really clean. It's dairy, gluten, corn, and soy free. The protein base is made with pea protein, quinoa protein, and pumpkin seed protein. And it also has enzymes included in that. So if you're prone to getting bloated with meals or bloated with certain protein powders, it doesn't do that at all. I also like how it has some vegetables in it too. So it has broccoli and carrots. It has mushrooms. Um, some fruit in there and it's very low in sugar. It's just sweetened with a little bit of stevia and monk fruit. So it's not going to spike your blood, blood, sugar, blood sugar at all. And it has 20 grams of protein in one scoop. So I love it. Love it. You can, you guys can get yours over at Organifi.com. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash Dr. Low, D-R-L-O. And on that link, you'll see all the products that I use through their company that I really love. There's the red, there's the green, there's the gold. And they just released an immunity product, which is similar to emergency. If you guys ever use emergency packets, but did you know that emergency is actually not very clean? Um, emergency packets have the main sugar is fructose, which the majority of that goes to your liver and it can lead to fatty liver. I'm not a fan of fructose. And it also has maltodextrin in it, which is from corn and it's almost always genetically modified. So not a fan of emergency, but the concept is good because we're constantly exposed to stuff all the time, right? So emergency, the idea is good to get that immune boost, but the actual ingredients are not very good. So I love the Organifi immunity packets. It's very similar to emergency. You're still getting the vitamin C, but the difference is it doesn't have the fructose in it. It has vitamin D, actually two and a half times more than what you would get in a multivitamin. It has zinc, And it also has some nice immune boosting other nutrients like mushrooms, like olive leaf extract, ginger. So it's just super clean. So my recommendation would be during cold and flu season to have one of those packets every day. And if you do travel a lot or if you're around kiddos, 
Kids are just walking petri dishes of germs. Let's be honest. I have that coming soon, I'm sure. Um, so just, you know, if you're around people who are sick or if you travel a lot, I think one a day of these is a really great way to give yourself that extra defense. So you can check them out again over at Organifi.com, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash Dr. Lowe, D-R-L-O, and enter Dr. Lowe at checkout and you get 20% off any of those products or anything on the whole website. This conversation that I had on this show was really fun. Did you know that at uh, 47%, it's estimated 47% of people have some form of gum disease? So that's crazy. That's almost one in every two people have gum disease. And this doesn't just make it, you know, annoying in that you have like maybe teeth that don't look as good. It's really affecting your health in a big way. So in the show, we got, we get into some of the specifics around dental health and it's just a really fun conversation. Side note, I'm not sponsored or supported in any way financially from this company. Um, it's just a product or it's a, it's a company that I really like and I think they have a really great mission and I felt like the CEO is really smart to share about all things dental health. So let's jump into it and I hope you enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome back. We are going to be talking all about the mouth. I love talking about dental health. This is a topic that I've only done a couple times on the show. We did one a few years back with Dr. Stephen Lawrence on just general dental health. And then we did one, I want to say a couple years ago on root canals. And it's been a while since. So, but it's really a very vital part of our health. And there's a lot of misinformation. There's a lot of products out in the market that actually do more harm than good. So we're going to bust some myths and talk about real natural dental health that actually works. Um, you know, I mean, it's, it's all good to be natural, but if you're going to be getting cavities along the way, it's like, you know, we need something that works. So let's talk all about dental health. We have Trina Felber on the show and Trina is the CEO of Primal Life Organics. You guys might be familiar with these products. They're all natural dental um, products that I actually got a few samples a few years back at Paleo FX. And they sat in my drawer for a little while, but once I ran out of other products, I was like, oh, might as well just use these. And I was really impressed. Um, there's tooth powders and there's other products we'll talk about that they carry that um, I was a little hesitant to use tooth powder, but my mouth felt really clean. And I felt like, yeah, it was just like after the initial kind of weird and brushing my teeth with a tooth powder, I, I was really happy with how clean my mouth felt and all that stuff. So anyhow, I love their products. And, um, you know, what I love too is the philosophy that your mouth is the gatekeeper for your body. And if you have poor dental health, there's a good chance you have poor body health. That's just what I tend to find with my practice. And a lot of times people will come in with really confusing, mysterious health problems. And when we do a real thorough intake, a lot of times it's coming from their mouth and I'll have them go to a dentist. They'll have their, you know, their different issues or infections taken care of and their whole body gets better. So it really is a very important topic. So Trina, she believes that the antiseptic products that we use in our mouths are doing more harm than good. I highly agree. After more than 25 years as a registered nurse, she's transitioned into a natural oral wellness expert. She created natural products to biohack your dental health for stronger, cleaner, wider teeth and improved overall health. So it really does begin inside the mouth with the healthy oral biome. We'll talk more about that. And also she's entrepreneur, business savvy, and bringing that mindset to women all over as inspiration. I love it. Woman after my own heart. Trina, welcome to the show. It's so good to have you. Oh, thanks, Dr. Lowe. I am super excited to mouth off with you. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so why the heck are you interested in teeth? You were a, a nurse and now you're all about dental health. I know. Well, I was actually, I, you know, I'm a nurse anesthetist. So when I'm putting people to sleep, of course, I'm looking in their mouth. That's my, that's what I do. I put something in your mouth, make you go to sleep. And I couldn't help but dwell on the number of cavities people have. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> so, no, so really, I got interested in oral health. Um, and it really, I, this is such a cool avenue for me because as a nurse, um, I really loved doing nursing. But this, in my opinion, is my way of doing nursing on a completely different level where I get to educate people through this, you know, media of either podcasts, Facebook Live, uh, video, audio, you know, podcasting, everything. Yeah. But it's my way of doing nursing care all over the world because if there's, like you mentioned, your mouth is your gateway to your internal health. And if there's one way that I can help people get healthier and hack health 
really, then it's really through their mouth. But I started because my daughter at the age of two, my daughter had a molar that came in that had a natural cavity in it. So we took her to the dentist and the dentist took one look at the two things and, you know, that's a pretty significant defect. It happened in utero. And when that, two, yeah, it's really bizarre. Um, I, w- I had no idea this could happen. Um, but he said that, you know, it happened in utero, most likely when that tooth was really just being developed. I had like a fever or some sort of bacterial wash or something happened where it just caused that tooth to have a defect. So I thought that was really unique That's and interesting. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, he said, you know, he took one look at the tooth and he goes, you know, most likely that tooth isn't even going to last a year, but we'll, since she's two, we'll put a temporary filling in it. Um, and then we'll just hope for the best. We'll see what happens. And so, you know, as a mom, I'm like, you know, and I'd already been making my natural skincare products. And I, you know, as a mom, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to look and see, I'm going to investigate dental care and mouth care and see if what I'm using is sufficient or if there's better options out there. So I actually came across Dr. Weston Price very easily because when you Google natural dental, like he's the father of- I love him so much where we actually have Weston as a possible name for our kid. So (laughs) so I- I love Western Price. That's awesome. And he's from Cleveland, which is right where I'm from, which I, I didn't realize until recently that he's from, he was actually from Wait. Cleveland. But, yeah. you know, he, he recognized that third world countries, um, the people had very good oral health. In fact, when you look at National Geographic pictures you, or you Google pictures, they have these huge white teethy grins and like big jaws and very good health and they don't suffer like this is a, a, like how how can we not know or understand or even believe that our oral health is related to our internal health when you look at these people and they don't suffer from diabetes obesity heart disease they don't have digestive disorders like we have like malabsorption and ibs and things like that um so you know and when they came here and you know part of his study was you know the the people that transitioned to the united states and they started eating our diet which is in high in uh, unsaturated fats supersized and nutrient, no nutrients and, you know, loaded with artificial everything and sugar and all that. The first thing that they had was a decline in their dental care or their mouth, you know, health. And then after that, give it a year or two, they had diabetes, they had heart disease, they had issues with their digestive system and they were sick all the time. Like we get sick. So I took that information and I was sort of like dove into what he found. And he found that like it was related to the, their diet and the soil was very mineral rich. So I took that information and I thought, what can I use um, that is mineral rich? And it turns out that clay uh, has the exact minerals in it in the ion form because your teeth need the ion form. Uh, and I developed my dirty mouth tooth powder with three different clays based on his information. And lo and behold, my daughter is now 11. And like two weeks ago, literally the tooth just fell out because the other one's coming in and we saved it because it's the tooth that started dirty mouth tooth powder. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Wow. That's really cool. So, so you're, you see that these shifts are happening in your personal life with your daughter and you're just becoming more of a believer and it's sounds like it's really shifting the way that you want to work. Right. Oh yeah. And the interesting thing is, um, as far as your dental care goes and your mouth care goes, uh, and how is your like how is your mouth your gateway? I say that you can look in someone inside someone's mouth and you you can immediately identify whether they have internal health issues going on. You may not know what because yeah. it might show up differently in everybody, you know, heart disease, diabetes, all sorts of dif- different types of inflammatory diseases, but you can look inside someone's mouth and very easily predict whether they have issues internally going on. And if you see signs such as gum disease, if you see um, decay or yellow teeth, um, dry mouth or coating on the tongue, things like that, bleeding gums, uh, receding gums, you can identify that that person has definitely has inflammation going on inside the body. And if you open someone's mouth and see, you know, health, you know, pink tissue, not dry mouth, you know, everything looks good, white teeth, um, then you can pretty much, you know, guess or, you know, diagnose that there's, they're healthy internally because your mouth is your, I say it's your gateway, but your gatekeeper is really your gum tissue. So keeping your gum tissues as 
healthy as possible is really the key. Um, and I can get into it a little bit if you want to um, yeah. kind of understand the like what's what's happening inside the mouth yeah, what's happening in the mouth because people don't really think like we hear about probiotics right it's like good for your stomach good for your digestive tract but your mouth is loaded with bacteria so well, yeah I, I'm glad you brought that up the probiotics because here's my my philosophy and my point on probiotics um, there has been research that says if you are healthy and if you have a healthy microbiome inside your mouth, most likely you don't even need probiotics. The reason everyone needs probiotics is, first of all, because we are using antiseptic products that are killing 99% of all bacteria. When they say germs, they're saying bacteria, but what it really is doing is killing not just your bad, the bad bacteria that causes uh, decay and gingivitis, but it's also killing the good bacteria that you need to start your immune system inside your mouth. If you are killing all that good bacteria, you're basically sterilizing your mouth every time you brush your teeth, or you are basically taking a potent antibiotic every time you brush your teeth, your immune system doesn't start until it reaches your digestive level. And that's why people are taking probiotics because they're having issues. I'm going to take you back. This is going to kind of make sense once I take you back. People always, the light bulb goes off. Uh, so I know you're pregnant right now. So I'm going to take you way back to when you were inside your mom's belly, like, like your little one is inside your belly. It's super warm. It's super cozy. It's super dark. But the most important thing is that it's super sterile in there. There's no bacteria. There's no bugs. There's no nothing. Baby is completely sterile, not exposed to anything. So during birth, during the birthing canal, when baby goes through the birth canal, there is bacteria that is in there that's healthy bacteria. It keeps mom healthy. But during the process of delivery, Baby goes through the birth canal and gets the first exposure to bacteria. And so they get that bacteria in their nose and their mouth. And that's really important because when baby takes that first breath and starts to swallow, they, they swallow that bacteria. That bacteria grows. That's the, that's the spark of their immune system. Baby, when baby's born or in the, in the womb, they don't really have an immune system. So when they swallow that good bacteria that they, they get through the birth canal, they swallow it. It feeds and seeds their gut, which develops the, the microbiome of your digestive system and what we consider the immune system, but really your immune system starts inside your mouth. So every day, now that you're out of mom's womb and every day you are exposed to things in the environment and your exposure is typically through your nose and through your mouth. And if you are destroying all of the good bacteria inside your mouth, you are literally only um, accepting bad bacteria because it takes a little while for your, you to build the good microbiome inside your mouth. So if you brush twice a day, you brush, you sterilize your mouth, you might start to build some sort of microbiome in your mouth. But by the time it's bedtime, you brush, you sterilize your mouth again. You literally, anything that's inside your mouth, just like baby, baby got good bacteria, swallowed it, and it seeds the gut bacteria. Anything you swallow, anything that's in your mouth, it doesn't matter if you're eating you know, food, if you're drinking your coffee, or if you just have saliva, whatever is inside your mouth goes to your digestive system. And that is what is feeding and seeding your microbiome. So if you only have bad bacteria inside your mouth, that is what you're feeding and seeding your digestive system with and your immune system. However, mm -hmm. if we reverse that and put good bacteria inside your mouth, imagine how strong your immune system can actually be. Right. It just, it's crazy how it's like your mouth can be giving you bad bacteria on a regular basis. It's like taking like a bad probiotic every day by having I know it. a toxic yeah. And yeah. people ask me what, you know, what do you think about probiotic washes for your mouth or rinses? And I say, well, for the most part, you, you shouldn't need them if you're not destroying your good microbiome. And right. if you are, because you're using products that kill bacteria, using a mouthwash with probiotics in it isn't going to do you any good because you're killing that when you brush. Mm -hmm. So it's really pointless. Really what you need to do is let mother nature do what she's supposed to do and put the environment. It's all about the environment inside your mouth. And we can talk about how we create that good environment inside your mouth so that you can regrow your immune system from your mouth. Yeah. 
So, all right, let's talk about that because there's a lot of things people try to do. They're using all kinds of mouthwashes like Listerine and stuff like that. So we get into that using, you know, I'm sure that the top brands of for toothpaste or maybe Crest or I don't even know what else is out there because I haven't used those brands in a long time now. Um, but, but let's talk about kind of what most Americans do for dental care and how that might be screwing things up. And then we can talk about, you know, the things that we recommend to do. Yeah. So let me, let me um, squash the reason why we should brush our teeth because most people we've been fed by media, by the ADA, by our dentists, that we need to brush our teeth to clean them, to clean them so that you don't get plaque and, you know, get rid of all the food particles. Well, really that's not necessarily true. And if I, if I can get you to switch the thinking of why you brush your teeth, because truly you can use a toothbrush and water and you can literally clean your teeth. In fact, your saliva is supposed to do just that. So really, if you have, if you're making good saliva, your saliva is supposed to neutralize the acids from the food, which we can get into, but the acid that is in your mouth is what's creating mineral loss. And it's also allowing the bad bacteria to grow. So your saliva is protective of it's being, it's neutral. It neutralizes acids. It has minerals in it to remineralize your teeth. That's the only way your body can remineralize your teeth is through your saliva, but it also cleans your teeth and then carries your bacteria, good or bad, into your digestive system to feed and seed and spark your immune system below. So um, what we've done is we've believed that we brush our teeth to clean them. I'm going to tell you that's really not the reason. So Mm -hmm. the real reason, there's two reasons you really need to brush your teeth. And if you look at these two reasons and then look at what you're using, you will very quickly and very easily be able to decide if what you're using is going to get you the results that you want. So the first reason that you want to brush your teeth is to alkalize your mouth, to make sure that you are removing the acid because the acid is what creates gum disease. It creates cavities. So you want an alkaline type of uh, mouth cleaner. And you also want something that has minerals in it. So the two reasons you brush your teeth is to alkalize your mouth and put the minerals back in your teeth. That is going to ensure overall health inside your, inside your mouth. And I can tell you why, um, why that would be. So the formula for a cavity this is, the, this is the formula for creating cavities inside your mouth. And this is unfortunately what happens when you use off-the-shelf products that per, even, even though they claim to prevent cavities, when you look at the ingredients, you're going to realize that they're really not preventing cavities. They're actually creating the environment that cavities become a problem. So mm-hmm. the formula for a cavity is the bad bacteria inside your mouth and sugar. So uh, sugar or carbohydrates in your diet. So the bad bacteria and the sugar, um, the bacteria feeds off the sugar. It creates an acid. The acids also come from the foods that we eat. So those acids then create mineral loss. They, They weaken the enamel and minerals come out of your teeth. The only time minerals go in your teeth is during an alkaline environment. So the way to create a healthy mouth is to reverse that formula by what you're using. So the sugars and the carbohydrates, I always leave that in the equation because that's always going to be a part of our diet in some way, shape, or form. And I always try and tell people, limit your, your, the amount of sugar you eat, but we don't get rid of it. We, we live with it because that's part of our diet. Mm-hmm. So we need to switch the bad bacteria to good bacteria. And the good bacteria doesn't feed off of the sugars and it doesn't create an acid. So you want to create the good bacteria inside your mouth and then also alkalize your mouth. And if you do those two things, you will have the the formula for a healthy mouth and that will keep you healthy. That will keep your gum tissue healthy. And that will also keep the minerals going back into your teeth so that you can have super strong, super white teeth. Mm -hmm. It makes a lot of sense. So a lot of the products that people use on a regular are causing more problems. So how is that? What are they actually doing in your mouth? So a couple things. So first off, let me talk a little bit about the ingredients because um, the damage that they're doing inside your mouth is a little bit different than the damage that they're doing because of the ingredients internally. So some of the ingredients that are in toothpaste, and when you look at a toothpaste, um, 
and this happened, this part of this is also true for natural toothpaste. Um, when I tell you what to look for in toothpaste uh, or tooth powder, what, what really makes it effective um, is you'll, you'll look at some natural toothpaste and go, oh, wow, even though it's natural, it's really not doing what I'm, it's supposed, what I, what I need it to do to keep my mouth and my body healthy. Mm-hmm. So um, there's ingredient like fluoride, fluoride's a neurotoxin. It actually bumps out, kicks out your, um, it replaces your actual minerals from your teeth. So let me put it this way. Your teeth and your bone tissue, your bones are basically the same. So if you believe that you can heal a bone, you should believe that you can heal a tooth or a cavity or a sensitive tooth. Sensitive tooth basically is mineral loss, not bad enough yet to create a cavity, but bad enough that you're starting to get close to the dentin and you start to feel that sensitivity to hot, cold, and acid foods. But um, being able to remineralize that is very simple, but fluoride actually kicks out the mineral and replaces the mineral. But your bones are the same formulation as, or the same minerals as your teeth. The difference is, the reason that you can heal a bone very easily, and we believe that we can heal a bone very very easily, is related to the environment that these two, uh, these two things are in. So mm-hmm. our, our cavity or our tooth is in our mouth. Most of the time, if you're using regular toothpaste, it's more of an acidic environment with bad bacteria. Inside your body, your bone is in a neutral environment with a pH of about 7.4, and it doesn't fluctuate very much, and there's not much bacteria, not much going on in there. It's pretty healthy, and it's stable. Mm -hmm. So that's why bone tissue can be healed very easily. But inside of our mouth, that condition is so unstable. It goes, yeah, it fluctuates. It fluctuates from acidic to alkaline to neutral. And it's during those fluctuations and how much time you spend in the acidic environment as to whether or not you will be able to replace the minerals and grow your good bacteria and have a great immune system and great gum tissue as well. Mm-hmm. So fluoride, fluoride actually bumps off. Um, it takes the place of the minerals on your teeth and fluoride's not necessarily stronger. It was thought to prevent cavities, make you, your teeth cavity resistant, mm-hmm. but Unfortunately, that's not true because since we've introduced fluoride, our dental health has declined and so has internal health, which is not a surprise. Right. right. SLS is another ingredient that's in most toothpaste and um, SLS is sodium lauryl sulfate. It's, um, it's an endocrine disruptor. It's, um, it's a, can cause cancer internally. And you have to think of your gum tissue as you're brushing your teeth. You have to think of your gum tissue as um, something that absorbs uh, things and it absorbs it very quickly. So even two minutes of brushing, you're going to be absorbing some of the things that are in whatever you're brushing your teeth with. And the reason that this is true is because when we give medications and you know this, when you give medications sublingually or in the tissue, you need such a micro dose because it gets absorbed very quickly and into the vascular system. Mm-hmm. So um, SLS, um, artificial, there's a lot of artificial flavors, artificial colors. Those are all not good. Neurotoxic, things like that. Um, Triclosan is also in a lot of toothpaste and triclosan has been, it's really funny. They did a study. I don't know why they wouldn't do a study of what it does to the mouth biome because we're not thinking that way yet. Um, They did a study of what does triclosan do when you swallow it in small amounts and what they found because most people will absorb or ingest at least a little bit of their toothpaste or whatever they're brushing their teeth with kids even more because they don't necessarily understand they need to spit it. But triclosan has been found to actually um, cause colon cancer and destroy your microbiome inside your gut. So if you're brushing with toothpaste, swallowing a little bit of triclosan and taking your probiotics, you're probably not getting very much effect from your probiotics because your triclosan is kind of just wiping everything out. Wow. And then the other... Yeah. The the other thing is glycerin. Now this one's important mainly because it's not found just in regular toothpaste. It most natural toothpaste on the market and still have or have glycerin in them. Glycerin makes them feel like really slick. So when you brush your teeth, you feel this, like, it's almost like slippery. Um, it makes it really like palatable, Mm -hmm. but what glycerin does to your tooth is, uh, it destroys the one reason why you want to brush your teeth. And that is to put the minerals back in. So glycerin puts like a, I call it a saran wrap or a band-aid coating on your teeth. 
And what happens is minerals, even if they're in your saliva, or even if they're in the toothpaste that you're using that has the glycerin in it, the coating doesn't allow the minerals to go back into your teeth. So you're just, it blocks the sensitivity. So a lot of people think, oh, I'm brushing with Sensodyne or I'm brushing with something that helps my um, teeth not feel sensitive. The problem is you're not rebuilding your enamel. So eventually you're going to end up with a cavity because you haven't done anything about the root cause. And the root cause is that you're losing minerals. Glycerin puts a coating on your tooth and it takes a lot to take, remove glycerin. It takes, they did a study, it takes about 20 to 30 swishing, like good swishes to remove glycerin. So usually what happens is people brush in the morning, they feel great all day. And sometime in the evening, their teeth start to get a little sensitive. It's because over the course of the day, the glycerin starts to wear off, but now it's time to brush your teeth. So you don't pay much attention to it. You brush your teeth, you feel fine again. But unfortunately, long-term, that glycerin is going to be doing more harm than good because it's not actually allowing you to absorb minerals back into your teeth from your saliva, your food, or whatever. Yeah, that makes sense. So very interesting because I, I was looking up some products while you are talking. I mean, glycerin's in a lot of some of the natural ones that, that I've thought were pretty good products before. Yeah, and, um, I, and people tell me, you know, oh, but glycerin is not harmful to the body. I'm like, no, you're right. It's not, if you ingest it, it's not going to hurt you. But if you're brushing your teeth with it, you're, yeah. you're not. It's a little it's, less effective. It's yeah, not, it's going to make yeah. it, yeah. The one reason that you brush your teeth is to put minerals back in because let's face it, your, um, your saliva has minerals in it, but it might not be enough minerals. And if you have any, this is, I, um, I don't, you, know, you being pregnant, this might, um, Hopefully this won't happen to you, but um, it might <laughs> strike a nerve. Um, but uh, I, I've heard the saying, one cavity for every baby. And I found that super fascinating because I was like, what is going on? Like, everyone's like, oh yeah, that's, it's just, we, you just know it. It's you're yeah. gonna get a cavity after a baby. I can completely, I, I started to like, I was like, why, why, why? And so I geeked out on it and I completely realized why that happens. So what happens when you're pregnant is you are developing a baby that has to develop bone and teeth because all of that gets developed inside mom. So mom um, gives very graciously minerals to the baby. The baby takes the minerals and makes bones and teeth. And if mom's diet and, and digestion isn't well, like if there's malabsorption in your, you know, from your intestine at all, you're not absorbing the minerals and the nutrients at all as much as you should be. So your saliva can be mineral dense. Well, the same thing happens in mom, but it's, um, if, if her digestion isn't good, then that's a problem too. But if she's absorbing minerals, a lot of those minerals are going to baby to right. develop. But so mom's saliva becomes mineral deplete for those nine months. Mm -hmm. So even when she's cleaning her teeth with her saliva, there's not the mineral content in there. So what happens when baby's born? After nine months of being mineral depleted and brushing with something that doesn't have minerals in it, and our diet, unfortunately, the soil is mineral depleted. So even organic soil doesn't have the mineral content. Mom ends up with a sensitive tooth or a cavity after baby's born, but it's right. super simple to fix. So it's, it was fascinating to me um, to kind of re reverse engineer. Why does that happen? And why doesn't anybody know this? Why, yeah. why aren't we being taught, you know, especially during pregnancy, brush with a mineral rich tooth powder, you're going to prevent having any dental problems postpartum. Right, right. So um, it sounds like the solution is similar for a woman who's pregnant compared to someone else who just has crappy dental health because it's, it's lack of minerals and it's bad bacteria, right? So those two kind of main things makes the body or the saliva more acidic and that's going to be um, causing more of the problems with the dental health and then also with mineral kind of ongoing mineral problem, right? So it's like this, this, this downward spiral that happens, right? Am I getting right. that right? So it's mainly the mineral deficiencies 
and the poor bacteria that ends up making the pH off and then that worsens the problem. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and it works on your teeth. So you end up with the, you end up with plaque. Um, plaque is basically bacteria. It's a biofilm of bacteria. Um, you end up with plaque, you end up with cavities, mm-hmm. um, yellow teeth. You in, you know, as, as you wear down the enamel on your tooth, your teeth start to look yellow or grayish. And that's mm-hmm. because you start to see the dentin underneath. And yeah. that's just a sign. And then your gum tissue, most people have gum disease or start to have gum disease when they're in their teens, but most people don't really realize it or recognize it or start to treat it until they're in their 20s, 30s, or actually 40s. And then by then it's more difficult to regrow or heal your gum tissue. And your gums really are the gateway inside your body. So if your gums are inflamed or you have um, receding gums or bleeding gums, those are all signs. The very first sign, this is interesting. A lot of people don't realize this. The very first sign that you have, um, you're on your way to gum disease or um, inflammation inside your mouth is bad breath. Um, and people look at me like crazy, like, cause we all grow up thinking bad breath is normal, but right. it's really halitosis. It's really not bad breath is basically, or halitosis is basically an overgrowth of the bad bacteria inside your mouth. And if you have good bacteria, you will most likely not have bad breath on a regular basis. You might have it when you're dehydrated or under, you know, circum- certain circumstances, but on a day-to-day basis, you will not have bad breath. Mm-hmm. So bad breath is the very first sign that you are on your way to first, you know, gum disease and cavities. And then beyond that, when you get beyond that, when the damage hits both of those, you are um, the potential for internal inflammation that can turn into heart disease or um, uh, like diabetes, things like that, inflammatory diseases um, is, is, you know, very prevalent. So that's how it actually starts is just because, because you've killed all your good bacteria and you're not allowing your good bacteria. So it's the acidic condition with the bacteria that deteriorates your gum tissue, makes it inflamed. And I call it leaky gum, leaky gum Mm -hmm. syndrome. I love that. I know. Well, we've talked and, you know, that's the whole probiotic, our gut, everybody focuses on the gut, but where does the gut start? Yeah. Starts in your mouth. Leaky gum syndrome is the exact same thing as leaky gut. And if you have leaky gut syndrome, chances are you had leaky gum syndrome before you ever had leaky gut syndrome. Mm -hmm. So the leaky gum syndrome is the base of the pyramid. Then you end up with leaky gut syndrome. And if you don't do anything about it, you're going to have leaky brain syndrome where you're blood brain barrier starts to break down a little bit. So everybody at home is doing the the breath check, I'm sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> Everyone's freaking out like, I got bad breath. What do I do? So, okay, let's say, you know, that's, they're noticing some signs. I got some bad breath going on. It might be a window. Maybe I need, you know, window to deeper in my body. I got to change up the products I'm using. What's kind of the first step if you're noticing some bad breath? So really, it's so easy. It's so simple. And this is where I get so frustrated when, you know, I, I'm trying to get the word out there. I'd love to work with dentists and how I could empower dentists because it's the easiest thing ever. Get rid of what you're using and switch to something that's alkalizing and has minerals. And that's what clay is. That's why I developed my dirty mouth tooth powder with it's three different clays. There's a lot of, um, there's, there's a, bl- a lot of different tooth powders out there. There's even toothpaste that have um, clay in them. Uh, the difference is with mine, I blended it with three different clays and with baking soda. So what that does is it creates, um, the, the clay itself is alkalizing, but the, the blend of three with baking soda creates this alkaline powder that you're brushing your teeth with. So it's going to do everything that you need it to do. Um, with just brushing with the the tooth powder. So it's got white kaolin clay and it has bentonite clay and French green clay. And all three of those have a blend of different different, um, minerals in them. And your teeth don't just have one or two minerals in them. They have a lot of different minerals in them. So by using a blend of three different clays, you have, and it's a lock and key type of thing. At the spot on your tooth where you have mineral loss, you have to have the right mineral ion um, to be able to fit back into there. So the, the spot on that tooth has to be clean. So there has to be no glycerin, no coating over it, um, no bacteria, no plaque. That's the problem with plaque is you can't remineralize through plaque. Um, it has to have the right mineral 
at, in the ion form at the right spot at the right time for remineralization to happen. So that's what I have. I have the blend of the three different clays. And the, the one clay that I use, the French green clay, is like my favorite. This is where the, the nurse in me really came into play when I was formulating this. I really formulate everything to heal. Mm-hmm. heal the body or heal the spot in the body so that it can perform the way it was supposed to. Um, and that's what French green, French green clay has um, a lot of nutrients from the sea, the plants in the sea. So it's got LJ and it's got all the other phytonutrients. So it's super healing, not just for your teeth, but for your gum tissue as well. Mm-hmm. And um, it helps all three clays. Here's the bonus. This is this is the bonus of what clay does. Um, it detoxifies the tissues of your mouth. And what most people don't realize is on a day-to-day basis, our mouth is the exposure point of everything, including heavy metals, impurities in the air, toxins, pollution, everything. And as you breathe that in and ingest that into your mouth, your tissue in your mouth, not just your gums, but your tissues of your mouth, absorb those toxins very easily. So what clay does is it binds very strongly to toxins, including heavy metals in your tissues, and it pulls it out so that you can actually have clean tissue in your mouth. That's one of the reasons clay works so well at alkalizing your mouth and creating less of a, you don't have that bad breath, is because it actually pulls toxins out of your tissues to deep cleanse your entire mouth. The other thing it does besides alkalize your mouth to keep the good bacteria and kill the bad bacteria, it effectively and gently cleans your teeth, it prevents the buildup of plaque, and it also whitens your teeth. So it does a bunch of different things all at once. That's really cool. What about um, using charcoal? I know a lot of products are using that. Yeah. So charcoal, um, I love charcoal. We actually mixed it with, so the difference is uh, what I usually tell people about charcoal is using it alone. A lot of people wonder, is it, uh, we hear it's really abrasive for enamel. We shouldn't use it. And the truth of that is both baking soda and charcoal alone are not abrasive for your enamel. In fact, when you look at the scale, there's an RDA, the relative dentin abrasivity scale. Uh, Anything below 250 is okay for your enamel. It's not going to wear it down. Of course, the lower the number, the less abrasive it is. So most toothpastes on the market have an abrasivity scale, an RDA scale of around 200. Clay, like my dirty mouth tooth powder, has a scale, it's around 100, meaning it's less abrasive for your enamel. Um, uh, Charcoal alone has an abrasivity of 70, and baking soda, believe it or not, has um, the RDA of 7, so it's, which is, blows my mind. I I would have thought baking soda would have been abrasive, but it's not. The thing with charcoal and uh, and, uh, baking soda uh, is that When you're looking at the formula for how to create your healthy mouth, and if the reason that you're brushing your teeth is to alkalize your mouth and to remineralize, neither one of those have the minerals in them. They're going to not, they're going to keep your mouth more alkaline. In fact, they're going to do really well at at doing that, but they're not going to put the minerals back in your teeth. So what I tell people is if you're going to brush with either one of those, it's okay to do it occasionally, like the charcoal for the whiter teeth, but you really want to blend it. That's why mine, the, the baking soda is blended with my clay and I have formulas that are black formulas that we added the charcoal to the clay so that you get the benefit of the, the minerals along with the charcoal. And charcoal itself helps to pull toxins really well from your gum tissue and your mouth tissue as well. So charcoal is awesome. It's just not something you want to do, do use alone by itself. And a lot of them out there are just straight charcoal and some flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's okay to use occasionally by itself if you're in a pinch. I usually tell people if you run out of the dirty mouth, mouth tooth powder or you travel and you forget to pack it, the best thing you can do, don't go reach for the toxipaste as I call it, the best thing to do is call your hotel. Most kitchens have baking soda. Ask them to bring you up a tablespoon of baking soda and brush your teeth with baking soda for a couple of days. It's going to keep your mouth alkaline. So you're not going to destroy your good bacteria. Um, you're going to actually help it or keep it um, flourishing. Um, and it's going to clean your teeth. It's just not going to replace the minerals, but for a couple of days, you're fine. That's, yeah. You'll be fine. So it's better than the alternative. Wow. Um, what about any uh, mouthwash? I, I love just the feeling of mouthwash. I feel like it makes my mouth feel really clean. So what's your take on mouthwashes? So it does feel clean because it completely destroyed all your microbiome. <laughs> so it's sterile. Of course it's clean. <laughs> it's completely sterile. You went back into your mother's womb and now you have no defense. Right. 
Yep. That's what happened. Um, I, yeah, no, I say throw away. You, so here's what's happening. I have people, you know, email me, Oh, I'm using dirty mouth tooth powder. And, um, is it okay if I still use my mouthwash? No, no. You're basically undoing all the good. So, um, mouthwash is designed to basically kill all bacteria inside your mouth. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to do that. You want to keep your good microbiome. If, so I have a gum serum. I created my gum serum. Um, and it really works so much better because it it restores your gum tissue. It, it um, it's an olive oil base, so olive oil like oil pulling. Olive oil is actually a better oil to pull with. And when I say pull, it would be like pulling toxins and in, in um, put nutrients in and help with your teeth. You know the tissue of your teeth. Um, but olive oil is actually better a better medium than coconut oil. But coconut oil is used because of the flavor, the taste. Most people mm-hmm. can't tolerate the taste of straight coconut oil or olive oil. Swishing for twenty minutes. What I usually tell people about oil pulling is because um, I get that all the time too. Can I still oil pull? Well, sure you can oil pull if you're using my products, but you don't really need to because the clay is such so more efficient at pulling toxins that you can brush your teeth twice a day with dirty mouth tooth powder and it'll do the same thing even more effectively than swishing with coconut oil or oil pulling for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool. But um, yeah. So, um, what was, I got off track. What was the question? I can't no, it was remember. just about mouthwash. Oh yeah. Mouthwash. Yeah. So no. Yeah. So my, um, my oil serum or my gum serum is a base of, um, olive oil. And then I have, um, 11 essential oils in there that help to, um, increase blood flow, decrease inflammation, speed healing. And, um, he, it's for your gums and your teeth, but you put it primarily on your teeth. And we just came out, with a new formula that we added CBD to. Mm-hmm. So the CBD we added um, primarily because almost everyone has some degree of inflammation in their gum tissue. And if there's any place in your body, um, after listening to me, <laughs> if there's any place inside your body that you want to decrease inflammation that will give you the most bang for your buck, because if you have inflammation in your gums, that's the gateway for it to get into your body. You want to keep your gums healthy. So we added the CBD as a potent anti-inflammatory and it improves healing very quickly. It speeds healing to our um, gum serum um, to support your gum health, to reduce the inflammation in your gum health. And that's Mm. the same reason it's in the, in the tooth powder as well. Now, I assume most of you guys listening are familiar with CBD at this point, but if you're not, then that we'll put a link in the show notes for, um, we did a show on medical marijuana and most of it was about CBD. Um, so it's the component of the hemp or marijuana plant that doesn't have a high, but has so many of the medicinal benefits, you know, the anti-inflammatory, it's immune modulating, it's a amazing yeah. antioxidant. So, and pain um, control. Really a lot of people cool. use yeah, it for pain, pain control. Yeah. That's awesome. You guys have it in, in your, your dental products. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. It would be helpful. It's- it totally makes sense. And so, yeah, so basically the gum serum, you just rub on your, you use a couple drops, two, three, four drops, you rub it on your gums. And then I like to rub it all over my cheek, but it actually freshens your breath very well, but it doesn't get rid of, it doesn't hurt your good bacteria, but it doesn't allow the bad bacteria to grow. So again, it's going to be supporting your microbiome inside your mouth and supporting your gum tissue as well. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about just daily self-care that someone can do and just full disclosure guys obviously you know um trina owns this company and so but but the products i have used personally and the ingredients they're ones that i back up and so i just you know want to put that out there but in terms of practices that people can do brushing probably with regular products not so helpful so using a a formula that's alkalinizing that's or alkalizing that's also going to help with mineral balance Um, what about other things like water picking or, um, you know, flossing, tongue scraping? Oh yeah. yeah. I always recommend tongue scraping. It yeah. adds like 10 seconds to your morning routine and it's, it's so beneficial. I'm so addicted to tongue scraping. I know. It's so funny when, when people are, you <laughs> know, people don't, I'm like, Ugh. I know they're resistant to do it. And then like three weeks later, they're like, I'm so addicted to it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and most people don't realize that that coating on your tongue is like a biofilm. Of, it's a bacterial biofilm and it's clogging up your taste buds, your papillae. So I, yeah, my tongue scraper is called happy papillae because it makes your papillae. Oh, happy. cute. I yeah. feel like it, it takes away bad breath away so fast. I mean, yeah. that, for myself, I feel like that's like the number one thing that helps with that. 
Yeah, so I definitely recommend tongue scraping. That is something you can do that's very inexpensive. You, it doesn't add time to your day, just 10 seconds if you, you know, consider that much. Um, um, oil, uh, what do we want to call it? Water picks and um, flossing. Yeah, I, um, I highly recommend either one of those. Um, I sort of like flossing better than water picking, but I do love water picking, mm -hmm. but I, in my water pick, I like to add like my gum serum or sometimes I add some essential oil to it mm -hmm. so that it's getting in between my gums and it, it's got something in there that's going to support the gum tissue. The same thing with my floss. When I floss, I add some of my gum serum. I put it like a drop of gum serum on my finger mm -hmm. and then I rub my floss to it, through it because the tissue between your teeth doesn't get much, you know, it, it doesn't get much benefit of any kind of, um, it's tight in there. There's nothing really gets in there. Mm -hmm. So while I'm flossing, I like to expose it to the gum serum to help prevent, um, the breakdown of the gum tissue. So I do think those are very important. I don't necessarily, and I know there's new information out there about you don't have to floss every day. I sort of agree with that, but really only, you know, if you're using the right products and your mouth is in the right condition, I, I don't, necessarily agree with it if your mouth isn't and you're in trouble. Right. But if you have a good microbiome and your, your gum tissue is healthy and your teeth are healthy, you know, I don't, I don't personally floss every single day. I do it like three or four times a week. Yeah. And for me, that's plenty. That's enough. I don't have plaque buildup. What's interesting when you switch to clay, you, my customers always tell me this, you know, they have, we call it less chair time. Um, they sit down in the dentist chair and the, they get their cleaning and they, they always get remarked, oh my gosh, you don't have any plaque. <laughs> and, you know, your gums look really good. They're healing. And then the dentist come in and says, oh my gosh, this is the best checkup you've ever had. What are you doing different? And so they tell them they're brushing with dirty mouth tooth powder. And the dentist is like, does it have fluoride? And they say, no. Then the dentist is like, oh no, you can't use that. Right. <laughs> you just told me I got the best checkup ever. I don't have any plaque. And so, you know, my, my customers are all very aware that that's probably the reaction they're going to get from their dentist. But, yeah. um, but it's true. You don't really get that plaque buildup. So if you if your mouth is in good condition, then I usually say, you know, go with what you feel, but you know, you won't have that plaque buildup as much. So flossing on a daily basis might not be necessary for it's, you. And it's a good point you bring up too, because if you have all kinds of um, plaques, if you have bad bacteria in your, in your mouth and a really acidic mouth and you're using bad products and you're flossing, you're, you could be you know, causing some bleeding, some little, um, just even more inflammation and causing some abrasions where you can absorb more of that into your system. So, oh, yeah. right. So be careful. Oh, it's, yeah. It's totally a gateway. And that's yeah. why we get into so much trouble. And that's why it's so important to take care of your mouth. I mean, the one correlation that you, you know, I really want everybody to walk away with is you can actually improve your overall health so quick. I had, I did a Facebook live last week and I was like floored. I had three people message, um, right away on Facebook live. They were, we were communicating. It was, and three of them said that since they switched their oral care products to dirty mouth tooth powder and the gum serum, they haven't been sick all, all year. And really? I, yeah. And I, I laugh. I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's so true. I haven't been sick in two years since I've, you know, two or three years since I've switched. And it's because like H. pylori and E. coli are, you know, the things that we hear about all the time, the, the infections, the bacteria, and they become a problem only if they get into your digestive system, only if you swallow them and they serve, they love the environment in your stomach because it's acidic. And then it gets into your small intestine and it has a party because you don't have the defense in your small intestine. So that's where you get the problems. But if you have the right microbiome inside your mouth, you can be exposed to things like that. And most likely you're not going to have any issues with it. Same with the flu virus and the cold, because it's not going to be able to get past your mouth. That's where you're going to kill it. That's why I say your immune system really starts inside your mouth. And if we start to believe or think, rethink that the tube that runs from our tongue to our tail is completely outside our body. Everything in that tube is still outside your body. And there's a protective mechanism all the way through that allows things to get in or get out. And if that protective me mechanism, which is your microbiome, is disrupted, 
then you get the leaky syndrome of the tissue. And then you can get the food particles, the bacteria, the toxins, the things that cause issues internally. But if we start to think about that whole tube as being outside our body and nothing's really in our body until it passes through our tissue, then we can start to relate to that microbiome and understand that there is a way to keep yourself healthy. And the way starts at the tongue. It starts at your mouth and all the way through. Because if you're swallowing good bacteria, that bacteria is going all the way through and it's feeding and seeding your entire digestive area. And it's the communication from your outside world of where all those things come from. E. coli didn't just appear in your gut. It came from outside. Right. It didn't matter if it was on your lettuce or if it was in the air or if it was on you know, your utensil. It came from outside your body. So it's still completely outside your body, but it can cause more issues if you don't have the bacteria, the right environment inside your mouth to actually keep it from causing a problem. Yeah, you want a healthy party in that mouth. That's right. So, okay. Home, home kind of care things, tongue scraping, doing some tooth powder, you know, maybe, maybe the oil pulling, um, people can think about water picking or flossing. Um, what about nutritional kind of things? So what would be like maybe a couple of things people might want to keep out of their diet and then a couple of things they should definitely consider having to kind of help that ecosystem in the mouth? Yeah, well, mo unfortunately, most of the foods that we eat are more of the um, acidic nature, including like steak, meat, um, most um, vegetables or fruits, fruits mainly. Um, and then processed foods are primarily acidic and things like that. So, um, but in sugar, you know, so probably, you know, diet wise, I would say stick to as much natural foods as possible and lower sugar. I mean, as much as you can. Um, there was uh, research I just saw recently that um, table sugar or cane sugar, um, believe it or not, is just as potent, or I should say the opposite, honey, natural honey is just as bad inside your mouth um, as cane sugar. Those are the two worst types of sugars inside your mouth. And, um, and it's really for the bad bacteria because of the bad bacteria. So people say, oh, should I stop eating honey? Like, and I'm like, no, you don't want to cut those things out of your diet. I mean, to some degree you do, you want the healthier sugars. But the idea is that if you have a good environment inside your mouth, when you eat those things, they're not going to be a problem. Your saliva is going to wash it away very easily. And you're good bacteria inside your mouth isn't going to feed off of it and it's not going to be a problem. Um, but limiting the types of the amount of sugar will definitely be helpful yeah. um, inside your mouth. And then, you know, just, you know, getting rid of like the, the sweet juices and going more for Like if you're, if you're someone that likes smoothies or juicing, um, you know, the apple juices and all the concentrates that are in there, the fructose is just a hidden sugar. Um, that creates a lot more havoc inside your body, not just your mouth, yeah. um, but your entire immune system. So just keeping yourself healthy on a healthy diet is, is really helpful. And then obviously making sure you're drinking enough water. And that right. is really important. Yeah. And that the main reason that's important for your mouth, not just your body, but your mouth is because your saliva is really dependent on how hydrated you are. So if you walk around with a dry mouth most of the day, you need to drink more so that you can actually wash away, neutralize the acids. Because if you don't have enough saliva, then it might be more important for you after you eat or drink something to go walk, brush your teeth. But if you have good saliva and you, your mouth is pretty moist, it might not be as imperative for you to brush your teeth after every meal, right. if you know what I mean. Yeah. I'm cracking up. I'm getting a flashback to the last time I was at the dentist because I've been doing this whole process of Invisalign and, and they're just like, I remember hearing them going, wow, she has a really wet mouth. Like she's just like a lot of saliva. They had to keep, um, you know, vacuuming it. It was just funny. Oh, that's funny. That's good. That's yeah. good. And it might be being pregnant. Yeah. Like your fluid. Yeah. yeah, your 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 body's trying to see, and that's one of the things that's interesting. You have less, probably have less minerals in your saliva right now, so you're actually salivating right. more for your body to try and protect your teeth. Exactly, so, I love that. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to add that to my talks now. And if you're pregnant and you notice that you have more saliva, <laughs> wet mouth. <laughs> yeah, are you drooling? Okay, it might be from pregnancy. Um, so, so let's kind of like jump into a day of the life of, you know, the CEO of Primal Life Organics. What would be some things you would eat throughout the day? I mean, we know things to avoid like lots of juices, excessive, you know, meat or fruits and sugars and stuff. Um, but what would like a really awesome 
good day for your, for your mouth look like for nutrition wise? Yeah, I, um, I'm, I'm not a sweet tooth at all. And here's a, here's a health hack for everybody. I just sent this out. I'm doing health hacks. Um, very easy things that people can take away and go, huh? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, one of the health hacks that I have is, um, most people don't realize this, but your brain cannot decipher if something is sweet from an artificial sugar or a natural sugar. It has no idea. All your brain knows is, oh, that was sweet. I want more. And what people don't realize is when you get up in the morning and the first thing that most people do, or at least one of the first things that you do is you brush your teeth. And almost every toothpaste, whether it's natural or it's artificial toothpaste, has a sweetener in it and, it, yeah. and it's, it's sweet. And that sets your brain up all day long for wanting more sweet. Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, you're going to be fight Like if it's just killing your willpower, you brush your teeth with something sweet, your brain goes sweet. I want more. So the next thing you do is you go get your coffee and you're like, yeah, throw some shots of something in there. But if you get rid of the sweet, when you brush your teeth, you are actually setting your brain up to be more resistant to wanting more sweets. So that's what my tooth powder is. I have, um, I have two, three versions that I put monk fruit in, uh, mainly for the people that really want that sweet and for kids. My my bubble gum flavor is for kids. And so kids tend to like that, but it's sweetened with monk fruit, which is an antioxidant. But I always tell people go for it in the non-sweet, the peppermint. Most people fall, like they fall in love with that one and they never want the sweet because it tastes so good. But I always tell people, if you can go with regular, like the peppermint or spearmint that's not sweetened, that is a brain hack or a, a health hack that will set you up for success of avoiding sugary things all day long because, mm-hmm. you know, so that's a health hack. But so I'm not a sweet tooth. I, I, I my brain doesn't really like sweets. Um, so I tend to love like for my day, um, my day consists of eating um, hard boiled eggs. I love eating either nuts, uh, like almonds or cashews, um, salami. So like that might be my breakfast. I, I, what I do is I wrap my hard boiled egg in a piece of salami and I chow on it. And that's really good. That's really good right now. <laughs> it's really good. And, or I'll wrap my almond or my, um, cashew in my salami and it tastes really good. Mm. Um, so that, um, I do love baked potatoes. So sometimes I'll have like for lunch today, my, I had um, grass fed butter with a baked potato with ham on it because the saltiness from the ham is so good, but there's no sugar, um, other than the carbohydrates from the, um, from the, um, potato. And then, um, a lot of times for dinner, um, I'll make like a chicken stir fry. So we'll have a little bit of rice and then I'll put chicken and then vegetables that are sauteed in, um, in a coconut oil. Yeah. That's kind of my walkthrough. And I try, I tend to not snack much, um, because snacking has become overrated. People think you need six small meals a day and it kind of just sets you up like your brain just, you know, when you fuel it, it wants more. And really, if you're hungry, eat, but if you're not just drink some water. Yeah. Right. And it's probably not good for your dental health either to be eating throughout the whole day. Yeah. Especially when almost everything's, um, acidic anyway, you want to kind of keep it more neutral. So, yeah. And really everything is including coffee and soda is the worst, but coffee is acidic, everything. So just kind of, kind of being mindful of what you're doing. Yeah. So it sounds like you're, you're keeping your blood sugar stable. You're not getting spikes and crashes. You're eating real foods or whole foods. You got vegetables in there. You got some fiber, um, you know, and you didn't say avoid all meat. It's just don't have excessive meat. Um, and, uh, just avoiding the sugars. So that's awesome. That sounds pretty similar to how I eat too. Yeah. And really if your mouth, like I said, if your mouth is in good condition and you have your good microbiome and you have a good saliva flow, then you're taking your mouth is, I mean, your body is always going to go back to neutral. It's fighting to go back to normal or neutral in almost every circumstance. And it's only when you're overloaded with something like, you know, cancer develops because of an acidic environment and the overgrowth of something, but your body's always trying to go back to normal or neutral until it can't. Same thing happens inside your mouth. Your mouth always wants to go back to normal. Here's the cool thing. So you brush your teeth with toxopase and people say, how long will it take for me to notice a difference when I switch? Most people notice a difference within one to two days. In fact, people that have sensitive teeth, here's what's going to happen if you have sensitive teeth um, and you brush with tooth powder, my tooth powder. The tooth powder is going to brush off that glycerin coating or whatever the coating is that you were using 
in that particular toothpaste. It's going to brush it off immediately. And you're probably going to notice an increase in sensitivity for about one to two days. But if you brush two, sometimes I tell people if that's really happening, brush three times a day, um, that'll help speed up the process. But if you brush two or three times a day, within two to three days, most people are like, my teeth have never felt so strong. I can now eat ice cream or whatever I want and my, I don't have sensitivities. What's really cool is it, it takes one brushing really to destroy all your microbiome with the wrong product. And when you stop using that product and you switch to an alkalizing tooth powder or paste, what's going to happen, it takes approximately three days for your microbiome to rebuild enough to start sparking that immune system inside your mouth. So it doesn't take long at all. That's the good news. But you just want to stay on that path and not go back to the bad products because as soon as you do, it wipes it out almost immediately. But if you stay on that path and you have had that good microbiome inside your mouth, pretty much, and I don't want to say eat junk food, but pretty much when you're eating foods, you have a good support system in your mouth. But that also relates to a healthy diet. So every once in a while you can have some bad stuff. That's not going to affect you. But for right. the most part, you want to stick with that healthy diet that's going to support your, um, your immune system and everything else. That's so cool. Thanks for schooling us. It's really, really interesting stuff. And you know, I, I know a lot of people who listen to this show are doctors or in medical school and um, some conventional, some naturopathic. So I'm sure you guys are learning a bunch too. And um, it's just awesome. I love the work you're doing. It's um, helping a lot of people and really necessary. So thank you. Thank you for your time. Thanks for, um, you know, um, educating us and for people who are interested. So primallifeorganics.com, that's your site. That's where people can look at some of the products you're talking about. Um, any, any like discounts we can give for our listeners, anything like that, or we should, we can put it in the show notes if you want to send anything. Yeah, over. I can send them to you. Um, I can probably, yeah, I'd like, we can do Dr. Lowe, D, uh, D-R-L-O cool. um, as a, just a discount code and you can get um, 10% off your order. But it, we didn't even talk about the teeth whitener, but I do have a teeth whitening system that's completely natural. I know everybody wants whiter teeth, but hates peroxide. But if anybody wants to check it out, it's super cool. It's more than just a whitener. It's, it's going to help rebuild your enamel. Mm -hmm. um, and it's going to help reestablish your microbiome inside your mouth. And it uses red and blue LED light technology, but you can actually um, go to naturalteethwhiteners.com with an S, naturalteethwhiteners.com. And um, you can get it for 50% off what we sell it for. Cool. And for um, any of you guys listening who are local, we're going to um, bring some of these into the clinic for, uh, for people to try. So if you're local, you can pop by. Awesome. Awesome, girl. Well, hey, thanks for joining me and um, educating all of us. And uh, I love what you're doing. Keep up the good work. And, Thank um, you. Yeah. I'm, I love mouthing off with people. So <laughs> anytime I, I love this is where I geek out. So well, you mouth off well. So keep on mouthing. <laughs> keep on spreading the love. <laughs> and uh, we'll talk soon. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Dr. Low Radio. Thank you so much for joining us. And for more after the show, you can head over to drlowshow.com where you can find the show notes. Be sure to subscribe to the show and share with all your friends. And please head over to iTunes and leave the show a five-star review and leave a comment. I read each and every one and they warm my heart. Thank you so much again for joining us. I promise to keep bringing you fun, inspiring, empowering content. Until next time, lots of love, and I'll talk to you soon.